This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. What's everybody? Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey. Along with me is Super Vegan Brian. What's everybody? <laughs> what's everybody? Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. <laughs> I said what's up. It must have blinked on you. That was interesting. I like that. I, I think you should just do the episodes like that from now on. Just what's everybody? <laughs> Confuse all the people. It saves time for all those pesky words. Me. Too me many words. Can't say them. <laughs> me see world. Me save time. How you? <laughs> uh, I am quite good, especially since we have the Cursey Smurf Erica with us. Hola. And, well, you know, the last guy. He doesn't like me saying his name. Uh, hey everybody! But he loves it when I say it. Dave. So who is he? So who is he? Theobald the Third. Yep. I, I, I can't help it. Brian just says it a lot sexier than you do, Mike. <laughs> oh, you want me to do it? You want me to do it? Go for it. Do sexy. You gotta do sexy now. Okay. <laughs> and with David. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! That is so good. <laughs> oh, it's crash. Like, like a sex podcast, right? Like, some good now shit. I have okay. to now I have to sit here with an erection for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Where's your wife? Ooh. Hey. Oh, Heather's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> this is off to a great start. Good morning, guys. Morning. Surprise trip to California where why we're killing somebody. <laughs> this is what happens when we go like three weeks without recording. Yeah. You're right. This is exactly what happens. We enjoy being around each other so much we just fuck with each other the whole time and oh, nothing's no. done. You mean, you mean we're friends? Oh, no. Wait, what? What? Oh, God. I thought I just it's, worked with you people. It's a good thing we didn't pick a serious topic. It's like today we're going to talk about the dark side of the Internet and we're just goofing around for the entire thing. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so another episode about dicks. Okay. <laughs> Halfway through that episode, you just hear David go, I bought a kidney. I don't need it, but I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did you find out about that? <laughs> Brian's going to hit us with sticks. I'm fine. I'm just muting. I'm not angry. Threaten me with a good time. All right. I love how Eric immediately jumped to. He's gonna hit us with sticks. <laughs> I mean, I got one in my lap right here, right after De Mikey's 
in Mar- Mikey's intro. Erotica <laughs> yeah, intro. That's oh fantastic. My. So, Mikey, what are we going to talk about today? <laughs> well, today, we're going to talk about because I came out comma, con. Sorry, I put a little, threw a little Shatner in there. I love how he exhales the imaginary cigarette at the end of his statement. <laughs> Oh god, I had to mute. I was laughing too hard. <laughs> but before we do that, before we do that, we are going to play everybody's favorite game. And Erica, how do we play that? Well, we're going to play What's Nerdy with You, where everybody talks about the nerdiest thing they did in the last two weeks, and then we vote using the patented Mike Myler system of widgets. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and you know who's going to tell us about it first? David. David. It's David. Oh, David. <laughs> well, what did I do? I do I do so much nerdy stuff, it all just kind of runs together, and it doesn't seem like that exceptionally nerdy to me anymore. I mean, I've currently got three different uh, Pathfinder slash Dungeons & Dragons games running. Um, I play WoW a lot, <laughs> and then I work and I sleep. Um, oh, my bowling league at work is starting up again. Yay! My team, we actually were, were defending champions this season. We won last season, so that's Note pretty cool. Note to self, David can actually bowl. <laughs> yeah not really we're playing a full handicap league so <laughs> by like 145 average is not terrible <laughs> so i honestly i was like oh i like to bowl too i've bowled twice in the last two weeks and then i mean i mean i do own my own champions. ball i was but... like i don't bowl <laughs> <laughs> never mind i mean I, 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 I did end up buying my own ball and my own shoes last season Yay! If if work ever invites me to go to bowling day, I'd never I never want to go because there's always like two or three people at, at your work that are like really good bowlers. There's always like two or three at my oh, old yeah. work. Yeah, like were, you know the people that show up with the wrist brace and they curve mm-hmm. the ball and shit. And they got oh, yeah. the they got the rolling bag that's got like four balls in it. Be like ah, I like this one. I want to get some curve on it. Yeah, that's that's like our work league. There's like there's 16 teams of three. And we got lucky, and the team that was, like, all the professional guys had a couple of bad weeks, so we were able to eke by them with our relatively average the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did slightly worse. Yes, we did marginally better! Woo! <laughs> so what's the nerdiest thing? Oh, uh, I recently finished the D&D duet I was, doing, I was doing with someone who had never played before. That was an interesting few days. Always fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely different than playing with a group of people because there's only one other person you're dealing with, and if they don't have the ability to do stuff, you have to come up with a way for either an NPC you're running or something else to, to deal with the problem. I love duets. I, I ran a duet campaign with Daniel Cross for, like, years. It was uh, fantastic. I had he never, only played a maximum of two characters. Yeah, I had never run one before, so it's it was it's interesting. It, it was interesting. Uh, Erica, how about you? What's What's been nerdy with you? Well, my life is much like yours. I do so many nerdy things, I don't realize they're nerdy, and then we get on here and I go, I know I did shit, but what did I do? So, but this I actually did yesterday, so I remember. (laughs) So, at my job, every morning, because we're sales, we get together, we talk about results for the day before, and then everybody, like, somebody has to bring, like, an inspirational quote. So it was my turn to do that. And um, I brought <laughs> I brought over the uh, Benny Gesserit Litany Against Fear, and I read it to everybody. And it was the most hilarious thing ever because, <laughs> because they were like, 
wow, now I'm just depressed. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> At like 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you quoted Dune in your freaking... Oh, that's amazing. I do. You posted a picture on Facebook asking if it was yours. And I was like, it's got to be the one from Dune. <laughs> yep, that was it. I, quote, oh, I quoted Dune for my inspirational quote at work. That's awesome. Yeah. That was my wow. and depressed play. an entire room. <laughs> depressed everybody because nobody, not a single person there, is really nerdy at all. And then like I just dropped Dune on them, and it was even funnier because they were like, "What the actual fuck?" <laughs> yeah, well, no one a no one's ever heard of it, or if they have heard of it, they don't no. know what it is. No, uh, none of them had heard of it. Yeah. No. So one of, one of them told me they were like, I thought you were like quoting the Bible or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the book, the, the book of Dune, <laughs> chapter four, verse nine through 27. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say spice 15, two through six. <laughs> oh, that's good, too. That's good, too. Uh, so, uh, the, the spice was slow, uh, so. That was my nerdy thing, and anybody listening, if you haven't read Dune or you're not familiar with the litany, just look it up. It's it's some pretty heavy shit. <laughs> we need to be inspired today. <laughs> well, I find it inspiring, but apparently, um, you know, I have that ability to be introspective, and uh, not everybody does. So, you know, but uh, that oh, was my man. nerdy thing. Brian, what about you? There is so much to unpack here. Um, <laughs> I know you had like two weeks in New York. Brian, 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 just, just leave it in the box. And just pick the thing off on top. Okay, so honorable. So Heather and I just got back from our honeymoon. So honorable mentions. Um, we did go to a game shop at one point. Nice. Um, we went to the first game shop I ever went to as a child. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, I wanted to bring... We, we went to a bunch of places from when I was a kid, then showing her around. Oh, that's and, right. You're from that area. I yeah. That. And um, we went to Man-at-Arms Games, which is in Middle Island, New York, on Long Island. And it is a little game shop that has been open for 40 years. Nice. Yeah. The, um, if you like, like, old school wargaming, like I know you do. Hell Yeah. It's a good shop to go to if you ever go to New York, and it's probably going to be open for only about two more years because oh, the no. um, well, the owner, the same owner, has owned it all that time, and he's like, I think I got about two more years in me before I retire. Oh well, hopefully someone can take over the mantle from him or buy the store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Man at Arms Games. Um, when I was a kid, I went. I, I thought it was really cool. They didn't have the same displays they had when I was a kid because when I was a kid, they had like um, standees with like alien face hugger miniatures and stuff like that okay because there was like a space marines war game for a little while yes there was yeah there was i've seen some of those minis they're actually a lot of fun the the xenomorphs are really good and they were more geiger-esque than geiger yes they were scary they were like yeah it was i mean they actually came out with a starship troopers miniatures game not too long ago and the bug models from that are so cool Uh, it's also one of the only like gaming stores that is also a hobby shop so they have like the you know the remote control helicopters and stuff too oh that's really that too often no no you don't um other honorable mention is we saw beetlejuice on broadway and i cried during the first song wow so jealous it was so good it was better than the movie i and i do not say that thinking that it's like heretical or anything because the movie is so good i it was better than the movie it it had themes that the movie didn't have and 
they also kind of put a spotlight on how Lydia's mom died. Oh. Yeah, it was it was really really good. Lydia Lydia sang the first song of the movie. I mean of the play, and it was fantastic. And then Beetlejuice jumped in and broke the fourth wall like over and over and over and over again. It was it was really that sounds amazing. That does sound really so jelly. And I drove I drove Heather mad for the rest of our vacation because the songs from the play kept popping into my head. (laughs) I'm surprised they didn't have the soundtrack available. Um, you can watch it on you. You can listen to it on YouTube. They have an official thing with the whole with all of oh, them. Oh no, I meant for you to buy so you can play it in the car for the rest of the trip. Oh, no, I, I I don't do that. I uh-huh. um, repeat. We repeat. well, I probably would have. We didn't. We had. We borrowed a car from my dad that didn't have Bluetooth. So it would have a CD player. Oh, I I do they even have stores that you can buy them anymore? Sigh. Yeah. Never mind. Like yeah. <laughs> I know. I meant actually, at the performance. They didn't. They weren't like selling a copy of the soundtrack at the stand on the way out. You know, that's actually something particular about me. I don't generally go to the merch booth. Merch booth. It's just uh, too overpriced. Even if I don't buy anything, I still go at least look and see what they have. Yeah, I didn't do that. I, uh, I, I mean, I glanced and they had like they had like shirts and stuff, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I always keep my playbill. That's that's what I do when I go to a play. Yeah, um, I've I've got playbills from all the plays I've seen. Um, the rest of the trip, you know, we 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 were in Manhattan for a few days, or on Long Island for the rest. So it was fun and family. It was it was a really great it was a really great honeymoon. We had a lot of fun. Um, but while I was gone, my Pathfinder Second Edition books arrived, and when I got back, I had them. That is a great thing to come home to. Yeah, it was <laughs> like my immediately like open the box, sit on the couch. <laughs> I happen to be home. We're married. It's gonna be such Ooh. a great and wonderful Ooh. life together. Ooh, Pathfinder. It it's a giant book. It's like six hundred and fifty pages, and it's just yeah. It's, no, my, my mine should be here today or tomorrow. So my my nerdy thing is I made my first character. I um the way the the way the character creation works is you go through the you go through step by step on what you're gonna do, and the first step is actually create a concept which I like. I like how that they made that at the official first step is come up with a concept for your character, which is what I always told people in first edition when they should make a character. What do you rather than just start with ability scores, come up with your concept first. No, get off the table. It's a weird concept. Yeah. Momo. Oh, I mean, that works. Interesting. So, um, I made a rogue that came from a noble family that got bored with being a noble and started um, ripping people off for fun. Let me guess. Um, he's edgy. No. No, Wait. he's not. Wait a minute. You made a unicorn? <laughs> I don't make edgy characters. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was fun. I. God damn you, cat. <laughs> she's being lovey. She's not being bad. I should, All right. I should note, nice. note to self. Don't play cat person in Brian's game. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, made a character. Um, I haven't gotten any equipment yet. They switched the um, the economy to a silver-based economy, so you only start with fifteen gold. Interesting. So um, huh. I was going through the equipment, and I was like, I started like micromanaging my equipment. I, I mean, I made the character really fast, and then immediately started micromanaging my equipment. So I was like, yeah. So, Mikey, what was nerdy with you this week? For a while, for me, so there's so much. Uh, let's see here. What did I do? Well, honestly, for me, I I did uh, I actually binge watch re binge uh, watch rewatch uh, season three of My Hero Academia, waiting for season four to come out. 
And now nice. I feel like now I feel like a massive nerd because everybody went dark. No, 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 no. That's that's <laughs> awesome. I totally have done that before. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I'm I've reaping. watched whatever. I mean, not with that. Yeah, character, I, but I've I, done it with other shows. I, I, I get heard it. it and went. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, but, you're gonna yeah. have to explain it to me, Mikey. I don't know what, what it is. My Hero Academia is an anime series that's out right now. They're waiting on. And it they involve superheroes, and it's actually amazing. It's pretty good. Because it, I, it, I haven't seen all of it, but it's pretty good. Well, it's it's a superhuman. So, okay, the concept is superheroes really aren't special anymore. What it is is they live in a society, in a world and society where over eighty percent of people have special powers. Like not having powers is rare, and the the world has basically created superheroes as like a special police force. Like you get agencies. Like you prom- basically promote yourself as a hero with a license, and you fight villains that have quirks which is what they call their superpowers and they're they're quintessentially their superman who is called all might you like when you first meet him you're like man this guy could do anything he's amazing but as the series goes on and like even just a few minutes into the talk you you generally sit there and go oh man i'm getting a little worried for this guy and it's promoted so much in there they promote being a hero so much and like and want people trained well enough to, you know, make it to old age that they actually have a special high school for. And the series follows uh, the protege to their Superman and his quest to become the next greatest hero. And it's actually really good. I'm binge watching season three again uh, in anticipation for season four. Is it child friendly? Barely. Uh, it's uh, I'd say teenager, uh, older teenager. There's a little bit of cheesecake in it. She, what they they do promote a, a, a not a crazy amount of blood but yeah it's also a little yeah violent a little oh, bit. okay we my, have very different standards I let Amelia what do you let, what do you let like your the kids Walking Dead now hold on hold on hold on David you gotta you gotta explain cheesecake oh, to Erica she doesn't oh, know what cheesecake God. is okay um cheesecake is um like what a lot of animes would show panty shots and it, it's basically fan service but it's done oh. somewhat tastefully. Oh, not always. Okay, like yeah. they have like every anime ever has the teenage girl in a skirt short enough that you can pretty, see her underwear. Pretty much. Yeah, but her right. power, yeah, but her power is freaking cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, she shows skin because she technically has to because she, her power is creation, and she creates things out of like that, and it comes out of her skin. So wherever she has exposed skin, she creates things out of. But her power is really hard. She has to know the the molecular makeup of it, basically. Hmm. Like she has to study the she has to study the the molecular makeup of like metal if she wants to make like steel poles. Okay, I mean this sounds sounds cool. It sounds like something I would watch with Amelia because like we watch like magical girls together and stuff like that. And, okay, yeah, you should but, be fine. You'll dig it. You'll dig yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is I can't suggest that we watch it together because then it'll be lame cuz mom said so. So Brian, you've got to call Amelia and be like, "Hey, I heard about this super cool new anime. You should watch it." And then I'll like walk in and be like, "What are you watching?" And then it'll be her idea and then we could watch it together. That's the way it has to work. I, I know I've been told this before that if we're which I, I have to be part of the getting her to watch stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> if I come up with it, it's lame. Right. Well, yeah. that's rough. Yeah, we've reached that point. We reached that point about, uh, I'd say, a year ago. Like anything before, I'd be like, Amelia, isn't this cool? She'd be like, yeah, mom, it's super cool. And that's like, uh, mom. I, I no. really need to um, mom, be a little air anymore. 
I really need yeah. to be more responsible about what I recommend her watch because showing her stuff on YouTube has now got her watching Reddit Ugh. videos. Oh, God. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. He started this whole fight. I've had to lock down YouTube to like Ken friendly shit because she just started like, you know, it, like links out to other shit. Oh, and geez. we share a family red. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. We all do. Brian's on it and everything. And so, like, like she'll start watching something, and then it, like, starts linking out to other shit. And I'm like, oh, God, no. Bring it back in. So. <laughs> you hit back on that, cursor. You hit back. You hit back right now. Yeah. Well, it's not on, it's not on a computer. She doesn't have access to a computer. Yeah. I ha she has her phone, which I have also locked down. But the problem is our PlayStation and our Amazon Fire Stick are also connected to YouTube Red. And I have not figured out how to lock them down on those devices. So... I'm pretty sure you can, you can go. just password protect them whenever someone's whenever someone wants to. Yeah, but then if I password protect it, she can't watch literally anything. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, it, this all started when I showed her um, CinemaSense. Oh! Yeah. It, that's all it started from. And Damn. I didn't show her anything worse than CinemaSense. And yeah, but that, now she's a fucking movie critic, by the way. That's we, fine. We, we will be watching something, and she can't just take it at face value anymore. She'll be like like a horror movie or something where she used to watch it. She'd be like, this is so creepy, ha, ha, ha. She'll be like, you know, she really should have looked where she was going. Hey, at least she doesn't say the problem with this scene is the character isn't giving me a lap dance. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't say that. She does say, well, the problem with this is that, you know, they're not really making it believable. Oh, that's adorable. I love it. <laughs> and she's 11. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you're looking at her like, kid, you use her goddamn imagination. <laughs> you're looking at you like, kid, stop. You're too young to be dead inside. Yeah. Yeah, basically, watching CinemaSense has created that now. So now it's hard to impress her. It's literally extremely difficult to... <laughs> oh, my God, that's funny. Okay. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, David, you got five widgets. Where do you want to put them? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to give three of them to Mikey because it's been way too long, buddy. Oh, very and way I'm gonna give. I'm going to give one to Brian and one to Erica. Because I like sharing the love. Uh, Erica, how about you? Um, hmm. I have to say that Michael did introduce me to something that I hadn't heard of before that I do want to watch with Amelia. So Michael gets one. Yay. And Brian is like, super excited about the new Pathfinder. And since I'm not really going to read it and he's going to tell me about it and how to play it, and then I'll go get the book, Brian gets one as well. And then, um, because I was super proud of my quote, I get the other three. Fair. Fair. <laughs> All right. I see how it is. <laughs> Sorry, David. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, Brian, where are you going to put your widget? Um, All five go to Erica. Yay! Because that's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Brian gets my negative widget. I, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right away well i just have this picture in my head of her saying the speech and it's it's like um a while back i mean 
I can imagine the mood at those meetings and when you people are expecting an inspirational quote. So they're expecting like Einstein or Tony Robbins or something. And they mm-hmm. get fear is the mind killer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but still, I, I see how it is. No, the best part, the best part was when I got to uh, fear is the, the little death that brings total obliteration. I just watched everybody <laughs> Just drop. They're like, what the fuck is happening right now? It was an you were an no, you were an episode of The Office. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You're you're Michael Scott walking in, going, "Hey guys, I just found this really good quote. I want you all to hear it." (laughs) Mikey, five widgets. Oh my god. Okay, Erica gets three. Brandon David, he's your one. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Because <laughs> I just see her walking in and that total, like, with bad camera focus at the beginning and then reading to these people. Uh, oh, so, shit. Erica, uh, well, David has one. Yep. I have two. Mikey yep. has four. And Erica has 12. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Who would have thought Doom would bring this much Doom would bring this much happiness? Why did I say Doom? I, I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> the littlest Wookiee in the whole galaxy. Uh, oh, I forgot I my honorable... I, I'm telling my honorable mention, I forgot to do it. My wife bought me Star Wars things to put on my new car. Sweet. I have cool. a... I, my, my, my sunshade is... The cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I, I have that one too. That's great. my car seat covers are Star Wars. Say Star Wars, and then nice. I just got a. She got me a sticker that I put on my car last night that says the Empire does not care about your stick family, and it's <laughs> a <laughs> I fighter blowing up stick people. Yep, I've seen that one. It's good. Yep, that was Mikey. My... Yeah. You want to know what sticker I just got from my car? What? I got an Odin make sticker from Odin. Oh, I have to put my other Odin make sticker on my. Yeah. I he I got two from. Put that two. on. I know I gotta put that back. I gotta put that one on. I have something neither of you have. Ooh. I have an Odin makes enamel button. No, I I have have that. Oh, never mind. (laughs) I I don't. Where'd you guys get those? From Odin. God damn it. (laughs) David David is the only one here who's I'm on his goddamn Patreon. That's right. You're on his Patreon. Every time I watch one of his videos and I see your name on his Patreon, on, on his, his supporters, and in his video, I always pause and go, know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here in the swag, and you're like, I ain't got shit. Fuck. Well, you should have come just to like the you wedding. Got, just like you got a hump to get a sticker around here. <laughs> so we, we, we never have actually talked about Odin being at the wedding, so let's do that before we start talking about yeah, topic. I, yeah. All right. Um, so he showed up at the bachelor party at like 1130 and it was amazing. It was like, it was like, I really really wish I could have been there. I really do. (sighs) Yeah. He was, he was really cool. He, um, he played with Amelia at the, um, reception. I saw saw those pictures. Yeah. We had Lego candies and they went around the room collecting all the candies. Nobody was opening and just have this big giant pile of Lego candies on the table and they were making things. That's awesome. And then Amelia brought all the Lego candies home intending on eating them all by herself and I made her take them to camp and then she shared them with all the kids at camp and then she came back with no Lego candies. Well, that's a good way of doing it. 
There's no way she needed all that sugar. So, but no, her and Odin hung out like the whole time. And she was so starstruck because she watches his videos with her dad all the time. So it was, it was really great. She's like, I met Odin. And then she started telling her other friends that also watch Odin's videos at school. And cause like, they have like, I mean, she's old. She has a cell phone. Now they text each other all the time. They're like nerdy things. And her friends were like, I'm so jealous you met Odin. She's like, now I'm famous. And I'm like, no, honey, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> did did you um did you put the picture of her and Odin on her phone? I didn't. I should though. That way she can she can show all her friends. So what's she's very excited. What's so, our topic today, Mikey? Oh no, no, no. I have an Odin thing. So I when he sent me the stickers, it was around Christmas, and he he sent them me, on a, and I have a cousin watches his show like religiously and, and has actually built props from his his designs. And then I told her, I was like, oh yeah, I've had him on my podcast a bunch. She goes, you're kidding. I was like, no. Matter of fact, Merry Christmas. And I handed her one of the stickers. She legitimately cried. Oh. Aww. Like tears of joy. I I felt so good. I was like, yeah, making dreams come true. That's really interesting, Mikey. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> What's our topic? Now we're back into top form. Today That's we're right. talking. We're talking about everything that was a, well, most things that were announced at Comic Con. I don't think we're going to get to everything. And we're going to in uh, San Diego Comic Con to be clear, not one of the 15 other mini ones that were happening around it. But today is going to be a lot of fun. I want I want to make it really clear that we're not just going through a list and announcing every single thing. We're going to talk about no. the things that interested us. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. the things that we're interested in. Yes. And first of all, I just have to ask you, David, what's uh, what do you got to bring to the table? Well, I have never go Comic Con, <laughs> and frankly, I probably never will. It's, I don't do well in large crowds of people like that. And I, it's kind of the reason I stopped going to Anime Expo and even Fanime. I was just I, I just couldn't deal with the crowds. And and I, I do watch a lot of the footage and I try and you know catch catch all the things that do get announced. But yeah, I don't think I'd ever actually go. You don't think you'd actually go? No, I do. It, it's it's bad, man. Like I can do the strategic cons because it honestly feels like home. It's I don't feel bad there, but something like that, nah. I I, I have a I have a follow up question for you, David. Okay. Would you go to Gen Con? Oh Jesus! I mean, I want to, but considering I don't, I don't yesterday, know if I, I don't know if I can. It, I, I would agree with you. It's crazy. I, that's the reason I won't go to Comic Con because a Gen Con was just so overwhelming and huge. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can. I, I, I'll like shut down. If it gets really bad, I'll just shut down. Well, you guys know the one reason why I want to go to Gen Con. To see me. Okay, you know the two reasons why I want to go. <laughs> What's the other reason? Critical Role does a live show every year. Yes, they oh, do. Yeah. They actually, just did don't they do thing. a live? Don't they do a show? At, don't they do a show at Comic Con too, or is it just a panel? They do. They do their panel talks, Machina. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which still want to go. My and mother-in-law occasionally sent me... cast members will just show up at random cons all over. They have a schedule yeah. on their website. Yeah. But, like, my mother-in-law, bless her heart, sent me a link on Instagram talking about their the, the schedule for Talks Machina at Comic-Con, at San Diego Comic-Con. She's like, isn't that great? I was like, yeah. She goes, do you want to go? And I went, oh, honey. Because this was, like, two weeks before the con happened. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, like, the tickets are gone. I, 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 I just two went, days I can only reply. I can only reply, oh, <laughs> 
I was like, I would love to. Yeah, I, I, as much as I would want to go sometime just to say that I've gone, I, I honestly don't think I could. <laughs> so, so I wanted to go to Comic Con the year that uh, X Files was released. So what, ninety three or something like that? Oh wow! Oh, back before it got huge. Before okay. it got huge, right? Um, I lived in San Diego, and um, I was a big X Files fan from like episode one. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to be there. And I want to go and I want to go and I want to go. And um, I tried to convince my mom to take me. And she absolutely would not. So I was like, what if I got a friend to go? And she was like, okay. So I had this friend, Jason, who also liked the X-Files. And I was like, Jason, would your parents take us and we could go? It would be great. And he's like, Yeah. And then the day we were going to go, because you could still get tickets the day of, right? Because nobody fucking went to this thing. Uh, His parents were like, no, we have too many other things to do. So I murdered murdered their parents, right? No, I never I never got to go. I was like 10 or 11 or something. I don't know. But I I never got to go by now. Then That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, that'd be fine. You'd be fine. So I still have never gotten to go to San Diego Comic Con, but now it's so big. I don't know if I want to, because I don't like people either. There were a few years ago that Erica and I tried to go. We did try. It was the first year they were doing the countdown thing. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah, the the show sells out in seconds. I don't know how people go. So you haven't, but you haven't gone either, Brian? I've never been. None of us have. No? Well, nah, I haven't either, but I, I I, think I'm probably the maybe the only one here in the group that actually legitimately <laughs> wants to go and go. Um, I will say, uh, I do kind of have an, have an in a friend of mine, him and his wife, they volunteer every year. And when you volunteer, you get a free day, pa- free day badge, and it's your choice of day. Well, so I'm, I might get to go with a press pass now, but I have to apply for a press pass, like, in December to get approved to go in like July. Yeah. So, so I'm going to try and I'm going to try and volunteer next year. Cause he like, he has an in with one of the organizers who like, he basically is like short volunteers every year. They don't get enough of them. Mm. And these are like people that like, they have like stand in front of doors, tell people where artist alley is hand out the grab bags at the, in the mornings. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you can, you can always talk to the pathfinder people. Yeah, that's right, because they have a presence there. Yes, there is gaming at, at Comic-Con San that's Diego. They're, they're not on the con floor, but you can get a pass for GMing. Well, at least you could way back in the day. I Don't don't quote me on this, but talk to Pathfinder people if you want to try that. It's always more fun to DM than to stand at a booth or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, so I, I do plan on trying to go next year. I, I, I want to go at least once and say I got to go. And... You know, and but you know, with how much it's grown, with how much there's Hollywood present there, and how this the the main floor has grown, would you guys actually consider it a Comic Con? Like, would you consider it a Comic Con, David? Um, I mean, as much as uh, no, not really. And the way I view it is like what I feel has happened to uh, like Anime Expo. It's not really an anime convention anymore. It's a it's there's a big dealers hall, and then it's a place where a lot of a lot of uh, people do go to do announcements for things that are coming out in the world. And it's you know it's it's 
it's not about what it originally was about. It was originally True. just about comic books and all that fun stuff, and it's ballooned into what it is. Wait, it's more of a pop culture convention now. Yeah, it is. It's uh, much more like a pop culture convention. So I'm going to disagree with you both here. Okay, so okay. why do you disagree, Erica? Okay, so um, talking to Mark Robinson over at Dark Horse, I was having a really great conversation with him, and I was trying to to draw that exact line and that exact dis- distinction that you guys are. Like, it's a comic book or it's not a comic book, right? And and he said something to me that really kind of melded the two together for me. And he's like, he was telling me, he's like, you know, Dark Horse has been in the media business for a long time, a lot longer than anybody thinks. You know, um, I can't remember. Gosh, what was it? He, he said something that I didn't know that they had even done in the 90s, but I had watched it with my dad. I think it was RoboCop or something like that. And and so they they are yes, comic books, but they also have this this other media side and he was like it's not really about the the type of media that is used to absorb it. It's about the premise. It's about the the comic itself and the world that was created. So it doesn't matter if you absorb it either by reading the comic or watching a show or watching a movie, as long as the source material is true to what the spirit of it is, it's the same thing. And being able to have those different types of medias crosses that divide. So with that conversation in mind, like, I really feel that while, yeah, it's it's very pop culture, but it's very pop culture because that's what the culture is now. It's gone from the little group of guys and girls like us that get the comic books every week and live in this world that you can only talk to five other people about to being able to transcend across gaps to people that may never pick up a comic book, but now are just as, you know committed to these stories as the people that have read the comics for years. So I, that's how, kind of how I look at it. One of the things about it, we're all reacting to it as the public face of Comic-Con. We haven't actually been. And Comic-Con, mm-hmm. you know, I worked with a comic book store doing game stuff, and they go to Comic-Con, and they have booth, and they sell long boxes there. They have their little comic book store at Comic-Con, and there's hundreds of comic book stores that do that. And there are dealers, and there is there are auctions, and there is still a comic book press at, presence at Comic-Con. It's not Hall H. That's not all Comic-Con is. We just see that online because it isn't interesting to just watch a stream of someone going through a long box. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it depends it's on like the long the box, but yeah. <clears throat> It's like the know, form of media man. that's being presented. Like there, there's some things that are easier for people to digest than there are for other people. I mean, people yeah, no, like I get us, it. I get it. And it, it's not a bad thing that it's evolved. I'm just saying it's the, the whole soul and the whole purpose of the convention. A lot of people go to this convention just to go into Hall H. That's the only reason they go nowadays. And I agree and, with that. I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah the comics do still have a big presence there, but that's not the whole reason they go to the con anymore. We also no. had, you know, we had Top Gun too. The trailer was released at Comic Con this year. I mean, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, they they they've been slowly doing that more and more. Like they'll announce TV shows and stuff that don't have 
anything to do with with comic universes anymore. Yeah, most of the networks announced all their renewals. Like um, exactly, Hulu announced their um, Veronica Mars renewal, and it's like, what what does that have to do with? Yeah, they're, they're just having they're using it as a as a forum to announce all their announcements. Yeah, and and that that I agree with is is not true to the spirit for sure, but. Well, but well, even if there are people that go just for Hall H, um, you have to think of the different ways that people absorb the content. So to to my point, somebody that loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe can love it just as much as somebody that loves the comic books and watched it come to life. For them, that is their world, that is their truth, and it's part of the experience for them. So I don't think that it should you should judge anybody just because they go just to that, you know. Just well, I'm to not that judging section. anybody. There's like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just I'm saying the con itself, the focus of the convention has changed over the years to the yes, point it, it doesn't focus on what it used to. Yeah, he's yeah. not saying it's a bad thing. It's not he's a bad thing. Saying, yeah. All right, that's I mean, fair. I've been going to conventions since I was 13 years old. It's it's not a bad thing. I I love going to conventions. I just I can't deal with the crowds anymore, so I don't go to the yeah. big ones. I used I to know. go to Anime Expo every year. I used to drive up to the I used to drive up to San Jose and go to Fanime, and I I just I can't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> David, I am so jealous of your nerddom. I never had that growing up. That is so cool. Oh yeah, I mean, I would go to Strategicon since I was 13. I've been going. Yeah, that is cool. I, I, my first time I went to Strategicon, I was in my 30s. Yeah, my uncle took me when I was 13. I fell in love with miniatures games, and I was a hardcore minis gamer for like the first five years I went. <laughs> I never got to go anything like that when I was a kid, but we did play at home, like because my dad's buddies would come over and we'd all play and stuff. So. Nice. See, I didn't have that. The only the only outlet I had for it was these game conventions I need to go to and the time I get to hang out with my uncle who was a huge nerd and played magic. And Mikey, you want to chime in on this topic? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't know, guys. I just feel so kind of... It is, it isn't. It, it is still Comic-Con, but it yeah. has much more on top of it. Yeah, now. that's kind of how I feel. Like There's, there's okay. still very much a comic presence. I mean, because I, I would count the... Like stuff like the MCEU and and everything, I would definitely count that you know towards comic books. And I know there's a massive comics presence. I mean, I know tons of uh, of artists who want to work in comics post up in Artist Alley. I know that. And so I would say it is, but it's it's more, very much more. It's a comic and pop culture uh, convention now, if anything. I think if we want to quantify what's changed, is there's much more of a corporate interest now. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is true. I think it's it, it it goes to like being nerdy cells now. So and you know places like Comic Con are like the number I, one pull for all that. Yeah, I mean the the main difference between well I remember when when Anime Expo changed and it had to do with uh, there was a change of venue and then the things they started offering to do uh, just weren't the same anymore. They stopped doing the open viewing rooms. They stopped yeah. doing. They stopped well, doing a bunch. Uh, they stopped doing a bunch of things that were more for the fans than they were for their corporate interests that were suddenly popping up everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and it was and it was because they left uh, the Anaheim Convention Center and went yeah. to the Los Angeles Convention there. Yeah, I mean uh, the year they did it at Long Beach was a, a mitigated disaster. And then <laughs> I heard I've heard tons of horror stories about. Oh, that. I was there. I was there. Oh God, where's your Medal of Honor? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got. I guarantee you got some people out of there. 
Oh, well, it was a year when Nardo, or I'm sorry, when uh, when Bleach was really big for cosplay. Oh, so God. everybody was out there running around in black uh, geese, black kimonos and shit. Passing the fuck oh, out. Oh, there were so many cases of heat stroke and heat exhaustion. It was insane. Because it was also the, the summer that Long Beach was in the 100 degrees. That's beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. And and they decided to have all the major lines outside for some stupid reason. Oh God, no! You know, yeah. I always wanted to like cosplay, but as like a girl, it's really difficult to do because if you don't do it just right, literally everybody is going to judge you. Well, even if you do it right, people will judge you. Like, uh, have you seen the the image of uh, of Duella Dent? Like people like totally shot on her, and it was and it's people who are ignorant too. No, I didn't see that. She Can did a perfect. She 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 did a perfect well dent, and people were like, "Congratulations, you're trying too hard," because they thought she was the Joker, like trying to be the Joker, and people were like, what? "No, you're stupid. Check yourself." Oh no, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did hear about that. Yeah, but so yeah. like even if you do it right, people will shit on you. Yeah, and and if you don't make whatever it is you're trying to do, like extra sexy they shit on you like it's it's just it sucks i'd love to do something cool but then i'd be like well now i've got to like like there's this weird standard so i don't know so i don't do it but i always thought it'd be cool it would be really cool but you know i actually was thinking about doing a cosplay myself because i'm going to la comic-con in october yeah what are you gonna cosplay I haven't. I don't know yet, <laughs> I, but it's it's on my mind. I gotta think of something. I mean, I have. I could do something steampunky. I have a. I have that leather pilot's helmet from Brian. Not bad. Not bad. So we could totally do that. Oh, I thought you would do. Um. God, I'm so hungover. I can't think of it. Firefly jacket. <laughs> really, nobody's gonna help me out right now. Um, what did you say? Mal? I yes. Thank you. I'll do that. I'll do. I'll definitely do that for sure. I'll yeah, do that. Mal. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you, David. I, I think you should just, um, you know, um, wipe off your makeup and go in your blue glory and just be a Smurf. Yeah, Erica, do that. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, she's, Brian. Some, she's too Thanks, hungover. Brian. She's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, you, Brian. But you know what? Fuck you. You know what's one thing they, they do at these conventions that has actually become really fun? And it, it actually kind of makes my day whenever I, I go I'll go and look it up is the trailers and announcements that they put out at Comic-Con. Because, like, San Diego Comic-Con is, like, the big announcement format forum now for yes. dropping, for yes. like, dropping, you know, trailers and announcing new projects. And I got to say, you know, what were some of the announcements or trailers that, you, that got you guys excited? Like, but not the Marvel one. We can cover uh, that. But, okay, no, like, that's fine. Um, um, I am so pumped for Picard. Oh, my gosh, right? Oh, it, yeah. Me it too. So good. That yeah. trailer, though, like... Oh, yeah. that was great. If anybody listening hasn't seen any like the announcement trailers and you're excited and you want to, you know, this is going to be might be a spoilery section of the show. A bit, yes. Like, but when he walks in and you see the the Captain Picard Day uh banner. Yes. Oh, man, I got so happy. <laughs> it was good. It was so great and then you had Engaged. Uh, yes. Uh, you had 7 of 9 at the end of the trailer. I oh, which yeah. I was just like, "Holy hell. It's going to be good. I can't wait. I can't wait for this show. It's going to be so good. Well, okay. now everybody's like, well, why did he quit Starfleet? And I'm like, well, if you think about it, they did it in an early announcement. They said he, that this was going to take place, um, you know, you know, 20 years after Nemesis and like 15 years ago, something happened. Well, if you think about it, it could also be when Romulus was, 
because yeah. they, they said that Ramos being destroyed in the future was was prime canon. The the, the Tangent universe didn't get created till uh, the Kelvin verse didn't get created until the that happened. Right. So what I think it is, and he said they said the greatest rescue armada that history's ever seen. I think he headed up the rescue armada to save people off of Romulus, and something happened during that. Probably and, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Like the maybe the Federation was like, away. maybe like he was he got there and they were like, don't save that many. Like something like Federation officially Starfleet was like, don't save that many people. Uh, I I was all with the trailer up until the very end when the worst uncanny valley I've ever seen happened. Which is data at the end of the trailer. Oh, in the oh. case, yeah. It 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 looked so bad. <laughs> well, well, no, not in the case at the oh, absolute no, end. No, what he's actually oh, oh, right, right, right. I don't okay. think that. I don't think. Well, it's data now. Quotations, but uh, that's not data. It's not Brent Spiner. It's it was Brent Spiner, it but was? it's Brent Spiner. No, but it's yeah. not it's CSI. Data. Oh, right, it's a different Android. That's I mean, right, not yeah. CSI CG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the the Android. That he dumped his entire core memory into to try B4. and get his, yeah B four thank you yeah. to try and get him to to advance but his his processors were were less advanced than data so it took forever for him to compile the data so you'd figure twenty years later he would be him but they can't trust him because of his his connection with the Romulan oh I need to rewatch this then because I don't remember getting all of that yeah rewatch yeah rewatch Nemesis because you see you hear data say that he dumped all his like stuff into him. Yeah, kickstart him, and Jordy said it's gonna take a while. And then at the end of it, he starts humming uh, the. I think it's uh, he starts mumbling. I think the song that it was a data song earlier. Okay. Yeah, the only good thing about Nemesis was the data sacrifice. You know, I feel like such a douchebag for liking Nemesis. It wasn't very good though. It was. I liked it. That's why I don't remember much about it. It wasn't very good. I remember a lot of it. Um. All right, so um, uh, Erica, what's yeah. what's uh, how about you? What 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 excites you was... about? <laughs> um, what excited me was um, and I, I don't know if any of you guys saw this because I dug through a lot of Comic Con stuff before this popped up was uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I've been oh. I've been following this stuff. I saw it and <laughs> I was that, that trailer legitimately scared me. But I didn't see any Comic Con announcements for it. Yeah, That's, so so it, was it wasn't like a it yeah it was real small. It wasn't like a, a trailer or anything like that. He just revealed revealed like stills, like the monsters he had created for the stories, just like stills of them. Yeah. So I watched, I watched the trailer that had been out already for this, and I'm sorry, yeah. but that gave me that 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 chilled me to the bone. Yeah, I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm so excited right now. So. I mean, because I like Del Toro and I love scary stories to tell in the dark. Like once Amelia hit like I think it was like seven or eight. She may have been too young, but I went out and I bought all of them so that she had a copy of all of them because I was like, I love these as a kid. These were like the best ever. Um, and then walking in your room in the middle of the night crying your scary book scared me no she's never really been scared of stuff like when she when she was um four no three and a half almost four anyways um (laughs) i took her to uh, no 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 she was almost four she was still three um i took her to a haunted hayride 
And I didn't think anything about it because I was like, oh, this is just, you know, we'll go and like people will be scary and she'll laugh and it'll be funny. And one of the girls at work was like, you're taking your three-year-old on a haunted hayride? Like a, like a family-friendly one? And I was like, no, just like a regular one. And she's like, you're going to scar that child for life. So it's really funny. It's one of my favorite pictures. No, I'm making a warrior. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pictures. I'll have to put it up on our Facebook or give it to Brian to put up on our Facebook. But yeah. she met somebody dressed up as Freddy Krueger. And he had, like, the whole makeup. Like, it looked really legit uh, with, like, the fingers and everything. And she was more curious than she was scared. Like, he said, hi, I'm Freddy. And she's like, hi, I'm Amelia. What happened to your face? <laughs> <laughs> I was burned to death by the parents of the children. I'm and he's like, he's like, I got burned by fire. She's like, does it hurt? <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. Imagine oh my like God. a little almost four-year-old. Only and all he, the time. <laughs> he's like, no, not really. And I was like, do you want to take a picture with them? And she's like, okay. And I have this picture oh my where God. she's still just staring at him. Like she's trying to comprehend this like whole thing. <laughs> and then after the picture, she gave him a hug and told him that she hopes he felt better. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. So she wasn't scared at all yeah. and oh then we got God, on the haunted hayride and like you know they jump out with like chainsaws and stuff and like all the teenage girls are like screaming and amelia stood up on the hayride and goes you don't scare me you need to stop being mean to them <laughs> 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 no fear whatsoever my oh thought, my god my thought is now she's all She's getting older. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, when I was a little girl, I just remember meeting this guy with like who was like a severe burn victim. <laughs> he no, was really nice. She looks at the picture and she goes, oh, I remember that. Yeah, it's just it's funny. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. The other night she came upstairs. Uh, she had her friend staying over and she came upstairs and I was in bed and she goes, hey, mom. I was like, what? Can we watch Lights Out? Oh, and I was like. Is Jayla gonna be scared? She's like, she says she won't. And so, it's like, okay, sure. <laughs> oh, all right, Ryan. Enough about how not scared Amelia is about all the things. Horrified screaming from the living room. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you like? There's a lot. Um, but my favorite announcement. So the the Arrowverse is doing. Um. A crisis on Infinite Earth. Oh my gosh, year. I'm so excited about this. Um, Brandon Routh is going to play his character of Adam, and he's going to play Superman from Superman he's Returns. He's going to do Man of Steel? No, from Superman Returns. He's playing oh, the character he played in the say. movie. That's what I meant to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh man, that's so cool. Well, I heard uh, they also uh, signed up Linda Carter. For, for Arrowverse? Yeah, she's she's gonna be a part of the. Uh, she's gonna play Wonder Woman. She's gonna play the. Uh, they supposedly is gonna play one of the air, one of the uh, Earth's Wonder Woman. Oh wow, because she played the president on on Supergirl. Yeah, and then uh, supposedly they said that she might do both, but like that's the rumor so far about her being Wonder Woman, and then uh, Burt Ward's supposed to be showing up. I'm really excited about Crisis. Um, 
I stopped watching Arrow a couple seasons ago, but I kept up with all the other shows. And Arrow's ending this year because I think a lot of people made the same decision I did. I well, I, I think Arrow became less interesting when they ran when they stopped doing the flashbacks. Yeah, because I think that's I think what so. I really liked about that show. Well, I know what I really that. liked about that show. What's that? I really liked it when he did the bar thing and kept going up and the pull-ups. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, about that, that show. really is. That was my. This I, I swear to God that is the reason I started watching the show, and then like I really started enjoying the show after that. But because that's what made me start watching the show. She was like, "Oh my God!" Just fanning herself off, and then she was like, "Oh wait, this is actually yeah, yeah, that was sexy as fuck. Yeah, absolutely. I am <laughs> not ashamed at all. God damn, that was when good. they did last year's <laughs> that's crossover. When your husband walks in. When they did well, no, last year's, I told him. I absolutely told him, like, because well, we started dating like that same year, and I'd be watching it, and like, because he still does it randomly throughout the season, right? So yeah. like every time he did, I'd be like, "Shh, hold on." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Do I need to leave you two alone?" <laughs> when when they did last year's crossover, um, when the Flash and Arrow switched places, that one was weird. Um, I liked it, but it was. Weird. I, I can't think of the actor that plays the Flash, but he did it. He did Grant the, the yeah. Grant Gustin oh, did the did? the bar. Yeah. I I did not see that. I don't know if it would be nearly as sexy, but uh, I'll have to watch it just to find out. Oh, that's so. Funny. Yeah, because um, he became Oliver Queen, and Oliver Queen became um, Barry Allen. Barry Allen. Well, I wonder if they're going to hold true to what they showed in season one for the newspaper clipping, and then they're going to write Barry Allen out of the Flash for a little while. They're um they in the in the season finale of last time I think we already said spoilers so I can share this yeah um the timeline of the newspaper changed to 2019 uh 2020 ah yeah, yeah so, so so it might change gonna, so he's going to vanish this season it's going to happen during crisis because yeah. in the comics the Flash vanished during crisis yeah they yeah well in the comics they thought he was dead for so long but didn't he get catapulted somewhere yeah. And but he was gone for years. Oh, for a long time, and that's and that's why Wally West took over as the Flash. Yeah, I think he was in the Speed Force, and that's actually how they introduced the Speed Force. But they already did yeah. that on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Mikey, what excited you? Oh, there was a good number of things, but the one that really got me, like, oh my gosh, was uh, the announcement and trailer drop for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Nice. Okay. Oh. All right, Mikey. I am with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely am a diehard Kevin Smith fan. Oh, me too. I love his stuff. Even like the stuff where he's like, yeah, sorry, I smoked a lot of pot for this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, no, like uh, movies. I listen to his podcast. You know, I'm I, getting back into all the things. Podcast. I'm getting back I, into this podcast. I, I could listen to Kevin Smith tell stories all fucking right? I, right, I I love the guy. That said, I have a very sour taste in my mouth right now about the whole thing. Okay, because, talk to me. Because six years ago, Red State was... Oh, yeah. Kevin Smith did a tour. I love Red State. I I, honestly, I, I, I actually enjoyed that movie. That's a good movie. movie. I liked it, too. Um, and he was touring because he made this movie, and nobody would pick it up, right? So this is yeah. before... To me, this is before Kevin Smith hit superstar again for everybody. Before like, he became marketable again. Exactly, right? 
So he's traveling around the country in a bus. It cost us 60 bucks. We went, we watched the movie with him and Jason Mewes, um, because Jason Mewes was just there. He's not in the movie, obviously. Um, And they, you know, they did essentially like a podcast Q&A. I got to meet him. Yeah, my picture taken with him. Really great down to earth guy. Uh, Two years later, they do super groovy cartoon movie. Same fucking thing traveling all over right um and again it cost me like 40 bucks a person to go same situation q a got to meet him super cool dudes did he remember you no he's not gonna remember anybody yeah, because you never know thousands of people Depends Every on if you made an impression. Or oh, not. yeah, you're the one who sounds like a Smurf that curses. Right? <laughs> if you really love Kevin Smith, you go and you see him all the time, right? Because, again, that was before he was marketable again. If you come out here to California again, it's got to be around the time they do Hollywood Babylon, and we will totally go. Absolutely. I would love Hollywood to Babylon is amazing live. So when they rela- announced this, I was like, fuck, I wonder if they're going to do another tour. Wouldn't that be awesome? And I look it up, and they absolutely are. And the tickets, without a meet and greet, are $200 a pop. Hoo-hoo-hoo. And a meet and greet is like 400 and something dollars a pop. And as a longtime Kevin Smith fan who supported him before he was super marketable again and really popular, I feel like I'm just being fucked. At this point, because there's no way I'm going to pay that. There's just not. And I was like, well, all right. I I mean, I'll go see the movie in theaters or whatever. But that like one on one experience that the fans really love and enjoy is just not financially feasible anymore. No, it's not. So it's like I I feel like that's just really shitty. Like from a business perspective, I get it. I could get like now the tickets are one hundred and twenty bucks. Right. Because that would be that would sound like standard inflation. Exactly, oh. but like two hundred and then like four hundred. Yeah, what it sounds like to me is that um, part of doing the um, part of doing the move, making the movie, he's he's probably roped into working through a company that does those kind of things. Yeah. Because yeah. it sounds like creative entertainment prices. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's because, you know, somebody's backing him with X amount of cash and and they have to do it this way. I don't know. But it just it just took all the wind out of my fucking all of it. So sorry, Mikey. I didn't mean to poop on your whole thing, but. No, that's fine. You can still you can feel that way. That's great. I'm still fucking excited for this because of all the Easter (laughs) eggs that are fucking in there. It's amazing. Not to mention that he dropped, like, this is outside of the Comic-Con announcement. He also announced that Matt Damon is going to be in it, and he is going to be Loki again as yes. a as a small cameo. Because mm-hmm. Matt Damon agreed to do it, and he's like, what part should I do for him? And his wife said, have him be Loki. And he goes, you can't have him be Loki. Loki's dead. She goes, oh, man, well, too bad you don't know the writer. <laughs> <laughs> so there's supposed to be a scene in the movie where they walk into a church, and he's sitting there praying as Loki. Wow. All right. That's fun. So I'm excited, especially that, you know, they got so much coming back and they, the just the, the scenes from like the Buntman and Chronic bits they showed. It's like, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. Well, did you see who plays um who plays Chronic in the in the in the reboot? Supergirl. Yeah. I'm so nice. excited for that. And then uh, Val Kilmer is is uh, Buntman. All right, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. 
It's so awesome. <laughs> I wonder who's going to play Cockknocker. Oh my god. Oh, I, I would love if it was like Mark Hamill's like, I'll do it again. Are you <laughs> doing all that Star Wars stuff now? Yeah, but that was fun. It, no, they need to get Harrison Ford. Oh my god, yes. Uh, <laughs> that didn't show up on audio at all. Good. It just it just I, sounded like murmurs. I'll leave no, it if you that's like. Harrison but... Ford, you... <laughs> that's Harrison Ford, dude. It was no, a Harrison... joke about a Kevin Smith movie, so I did a Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman bit. Ralph Garman, somebody... anytime he does a Harrison Ford impression, he mumbles. I think somebody should do a YouTube channel where they parody Harrison Ford, and it's Harrison Ford shows you how to make a bong out of different household stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Because there are stories about Harrison Ford needing to get high on set and, like, making bomb bongs out of things like frying pans. What? Like, what? Yeah. Huh. Um, he, he could do it. He was a carpenter. He, like, he like covered the frying pan in tinfoil and, like, made a bong out of it. Ryan, how do you know so much about this? I'm, I'm I listen just... to interviews with people. I, I mean, I don't remember who said it, but I've heard the story. I've heard a few stories of Harrison Ford, Ford just getting ridiculously high and hotboxing limos. That sounds amazing. That sounds just beautiful. Um, so, um, Mikey, yes. now we get to the real meat of the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, day. I, I don't think we should read the whole thing, though. It's long, and I think everybody who's listening probably knows so I, i'll just say to listeners look up the marvel announcement list and we'll talk about our yeah what there, ones we're most excited about because there are a lot of them okay i have a question about it there they said that some of these are going to be tv shows yeah which ones are going to be shows like i couldn't i can't figure this out for the life of me oh um falcon and the winter soldier wandavision loki and what if and hawkeye wait falcon and the winter soldier is going to be a tv show uh-huh Oh, Disney oh my God! Yeah. We got a buddy cop TV series with superheroes. Fuck yeah! yeah. I know that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Well, they're totally a buddy cop movie, and I love it. I already knew see, Disney Plus was going to get no. my money. I now know why. Yeah. And the other thing you need to know is, what if is an animated show in the MCU? That's, okay, that's mm-hmm. going to be even better. That's going to be even. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to Thor: Love and Thunder. Be, you, but it's not your turn. I know. I'm, no. <laughs> yeah. Listen fuck? to the lead-in, Brian. <laughs> Jeez, Brian, come on. <laughs> okay. I mean, I honestly am interested to see the blade, the the new blade. Yes. Good. But I can't remember yes. who the guy they have they have set up for him is going to be great. There's a yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You're I also so circulating. Which one? About uh, giving Wesley Snipes a role. Yeah, and Wesley has responded saying that he doesn't want one and he wants to see what direction they're going to take it. And was like trying to tell fans to chill, to chill the fuck out. Yeah, but at the same time, I want everybody to say, no, fuck you, you're going to be Whistler. <laughs> I know who's going to play Morbius the Living Vampire. Ooh, who's that? Who? Jared Leto. Uh, really? That's the rumor. Ooh. Well, no, that would work. Okay, I'll be excited for that. Oh, no, that would be great. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I'm still looking forward to it. I'm not a cra- I'm not a crazy Jared Leto fan, but you know Morbius the Living Vampire, I uh, he will do good as I think so. I think Morbius so the Living Vampire should show up in Spider Man just because okay. I was first introduced to it in Spider Man. That's me too, okay. Mikey. Go ahead. I'm just not a big fan. That's no, all. No, okay, no, that's fine. I don't but hate I, the guy. I did not say that. All right, you haven't even let me get words out yet. Go ahead. All right. Besides the Joker, what character were you unhappy with his performance? I think it's because I uh, the first time I saw him was in Fight Club, and like uh, that, it, for some reason his character just bugged me. 
And I think that's I think that's just like a residual taste in my mouth. Oh, shut the fuck up, Mikey. Oh yeah, Mikey, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You went you went the only way you possibly could have to make Brian go, you are absolutely fucking wrong. It was personal. I'm not saying that's how it is. I'm just saying it's personal. That's all. I love Fight Club. I love everything else about Fight Club. It's just like Jared Leto's character in that movie was kind of just, for me, it was just like, eh. I have no, there's nothing wrong. Like, I know now you guys are going to fly over here, for, like, simultaneously for some reason and just <laughs> off my car, but... <laughs> I'm standing behind you, Mikey. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so my point is, Jared Leto himself is actually a very good actor. He really, really is. He's a talented guy. I think that the direction and the way they cut him in the DC shit was the same thing they do with literally everything else. They tried to make it super edgy and then fucked it all up. So I, I personally don't hold that against him at all. I, in, in that take, take that performance out of the equation. I have never been disappointed in anything he's ever done ever. Um, David. Yes. Oh, no, Erica's turn. I'm sorry. Yes, no. it's Erica's turn. Because David went. Erica's turn. Okay, yes. Eric, what are you excited about? Um, I think I covered this on... I, I posted something to our nerd Instagram, nerd podcast Instagram. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That is uh. what I am excited about. And this is why I am excited. It, it's going to be a horror movie. It's going to be the first Marvel horror movie. And I love horror movies. And I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, let well, me um, I mean, yeah. let me put some smelling salts under Mikey's nose real quick. Hold on. Right, wake up, Mikey. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> How did you do that? Mikey, are you excited about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Yes, because it's supposed to be a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Back to what I was saying. It's gonna be a horror movie. And Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. You are putting the two most awesome magic users together and you're throwing them into a horror movie. I don't know what's going to happen. And I really, truly feel like I don't know what's going to happen. And I almost never feel that way about comic books. Well, like, this is how Vision comes. Well, I'm sure that's going to be part of it, obviously. Yeah. But besides that, if it's going to be a scary movie, like, and you add magic users into the scary movie, but it's comic book, and, like, there's just so many different ways they could go. Like, I'm just not sure where they're going to go. Like, because I called in-game. Like, I knew how they were going to bring it back. I knew how it was going to work. Like, I didn't even have to see the movie to know what they were going to do. I really don't know what's going to happen in Multiverse of Madness, and it's going to be a scary movie. So it's like two of my favorite things, not knowing and scary stuff, and then you added Benedict Cumberbatch on top of it. So I'm super stoked about that. Just saying. Marvel, do not let me down. All I got to say. Last minute recasting for Doctor Strange. (laughs) I mean, like, fuck you all. All right. (laughs) Fuck you all. I'm burning this mother down. (laughs) Burning it down. Brian, Brian, who excited? Ah, I couldn't get my finger to push the mute button. Um, 
<laughs> Push it, you son of a bitch. Push it. <laughs> um, you know, it's a real tie because when I was a kid, I loved the What If comics. And I loved the idea of doing them as an animated series with the voices of the actors from the movies. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. But I think for me, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trumps it because my favorite mystery of the MCU is what about the real Mandarin? And Ooh. Oh, All right. I yeah. feel you. And my favorite villain in Marvel Comics was Fing Fang Foom. Really? You just we, loved him for the name. It's a big freaking dragon. <laughs> it's a big, like, dumb alien-looking dragon, but it's a big freaking dragon. It's cool. And it was a, it showed up in Thor. It showed up in Doctor Strange. And one of my favorite storylines is when Shang-Chi taught Spider-Man Kung Fu, and that might actually be a possibility now. Yeah. So, yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I love Fing Fang Foom, and he's going to be in it, and I love the Mandarin. I am a little disappointed that we don't get to see Iron Man go up against the Mandarin. That's why What yeah. If Comics exist. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Shang-Chi is, I'm really, really excited about that. I'm glad that they decided not to whitewash it. And um, I think it might redeem what they did with Iron Fist. So Maybe. Yeah. But that I, was Netflix. Probably be good. It makes me wonder if they're going to mention Kun Lun in the movie, because Kun Lun does come up in the Shang-Chi comics. So... Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about Shang-Chi. Mikey, what about you? Well, like I said before, I'm excited for Thor, Love and Thunder. What, which part are you excited about? In my head, when you that... said, hold on, hold on real quick. Because in my head, when Mikey just said, I'm excited about Thor, Love and Thunder, 80s synth music played in my head, like with the Thor <laughs> Ragnarok movie. <laughs> my, mine too, kind of. I'm... Yeah. I Thor, think it's a, first off, I think it's a weird title. Very weird title. Weird title. If they changed it, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they can't now. Isn't I mean, it? Isn't it named after a comic book storyline? Which I think it is. Uh, I believe yeah. so. But for for me, it was the synth music, and then uh, ACDC's Thunderstruck of the opening started playing in my head. So why Love and Thunder, Mikey? Well, first of all, I've in the because of the movie stuff, I have become more, more of a Thor fan. I do like this Thor a lot more, and so we're getting more Thor. And I don't know how well, I don't not sh- with the, how the storyline has been announced to go. We don't know how much Thor is actually going to be in it. But I'm also excited because we are going to get the female Thor, not just because she's Natalie Portman, but because we get the female female Thor, the Jane Porter Thor. And I'm excited about seeing that. Cause I Jane to- Porter. Yep. Jane Porter. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I'll just go with it. That's not, that's <laughs> yeah, <name>. right? <laughs> that's the character's Natalie name. Natalie Portman is the actress. Yes. And Jane from Thor, her last name. Thought it was Porter. No, is Foster. Foster, thank you. <laughs> just delete my moronicness and move on. Go ahead. So, all right. So, yeah, that being said, I'm excited about that. I'm stupid. Um, so, um,. <laughs> Mikey, it's I okay. Was, Names are hard. What are your theories? So what are your theories? Thing, What's your theories about what if? Like, what do you think their first stories are going to be, Brian? I just think his brain is being affected by the chloroform. <laughs> so, so David, what uh, like, uh, what are your theories for your excitement? We did David already. Yeah, I went first, bro. Theories, not excitement. Damn it, Mikey! Um, I, I do. I do want to answer Mikey's question about what if. 
Okay. Like, what would be the cool, like, like what-if stories they can do? Well, it's all going to be based on the MCU. So, um, um, what if Iron Man died in the cave? I think that would be good. Um, because that would change the entire MCU. Um, what if, um, what if Marvel Zombies is probably already going to be one of them? Yeah, probably. Um, there's, there's images of the Marvel Zombies in the What If logo. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they didn't do it. Yeah. Probably going to be one of their first episodes. Yeah, I'm thinking. Season three, Ash versus, uh, the Ash versus the Army of Darkness versus Zombie Marvels. They'll probably do What If Doctor Strange didn't crash the car. They'll probably do, um, what if someone else became the Hulk? They'll do some, like, power switch arounds. Okay. Um, what if, um... What if the Red Skull was a good guy? What if the Red Skull was a good guy? <laughs> um, what if they never found Steve in the ice? Bucky's just murdering everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just tons of Bucky murder. Or, uh, like, what if they gave the super soldier serum to someone else? I heard that in, um... Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, the comic book Nick Fury is going to show up. Oh, really? Yep. I don't know who's going to play him. No, you, when they go to the multiverse, you know who needs to show up? The David, David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff Nick, Fury. Nick Fury. Yes. Oh, my God. He'd do it. <laughs> you know he would. Oh, yeah. They already have know? ties to him. He's done stuff for Guardians. Erica, do you That's know about true. the David Hasselhoff Nick Fury? No. There's oh, my God. Oh, it was a delightfully terrible Yes, it was. Basically, it was. I always say, I always say, it's Michael Knight with an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Good. The thing is, when they find him and he's like mining quotations, he's like chipping into a solid concrete wall. It was called Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, and it came oh. out in 1998, and oh David Hasselhoff God. played Nick yes. Fury. Yes. Yeah. Ow, ow, Sam. Oh, it, uh, it all is glory. It was amazing. My favorite thing is when you see the poster for it, it starts with, <laughs> from one of the writers of Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it came out long before Batman Begins, so you know they continually try to remarket this thing. Oh, my God. Sam has decided he's joining us. Hi, hi Samuel Jackson. Who's the baddest motherfucker of kitty cats? That's right, badass motherfucker. Meow, motherfucker. <laughs> so there's one thing I wanted to ask uh, Brian about. This is, this is just me asking Brian something. Did you see any of this Supernatural panel for the Farewell fa- panel? None. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that's not totally not true. I saw the interviews with the guy who plays Jack where he was talking about how he's still going to be on the show. What? He's still be there. I didn't see the last season. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I that yeah. So Jack is dead, I guess. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love. We told you spoilers. <laughs> you yeah, but Brian knows I haven't seen it. I'm gonna bring the topic back to Marvel real quick because we're supposed to do theories yeah, now. Do. But I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. Ask um, can we? Okay, so David. Theories yeah. about what's coming, like Phase Five, Phase Six. Oh, um, I, I'm uh, in Phase Four. I mean, I'm only to be completely honest. The rest of the Marvel movies look great and all, but I'm really kind of. I mean, I want to see what happens with Doctor Strange. I want to see what happens with Tom Holland as the, as Spider Man, the new the new one. Those movies are yeah, fantastic. Yeah, but they might lose Spider Man. Yeah, whatever. It's fine as long as they make it with him again. That's all I care about. Um. Well, they... I just, I'm just, I'm kind of marveled out. I, I'm not as excited for him as I used to be. 
I understand that. I mean, I've 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 been a lot less fanatical about making sure I go to see them. I mean, it's more like, oh yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I probably should. <laughs> no, I'll always go and see them. Yeah. I won't. I don't go like opening weekend, but I never have. I always go the day after. Well, I go the week after. I'm a weekend matinee type person for seeing movies. I'm yeah. a I'm a I'm a during the week. That's not as true down. anymore now that I'm off on Fridays because I go I go on matinee on Friday and you're off on Fridays. Good. Yeah, I'm off on Fridays. Nice. Yeah, it's a sweet job. I like it. Uh, um, oh, Heather just said added in spoiled rotten if it didn't yeah. show up on microphone. I oh I, I heard her. <laughs> um, Erica, do you have any theories about what we're gonna? Galactus. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting. It'll Who be you... Galactus. It kind of has to be. I mean, where else do you go? Exactly. I, I mean, they I kind of alluded to it. So. Well, I can Victor talk about Bondi. what I've heard. Is there's going to be two main story arcs? There's going to be one that's Earth based, and then there's going to be a cosmic one. That so seems I'm sure, right. I'm sure the cosmic arc. All right, will so be that'll Galactus. be the Guardians and probably Captain Marvel and. Well, we we know that they the you know it's going to be a lot of space because of sword. So I mean. That was already given away. You know what? I, I'm i going to bring it back to What If again. You know what I dare them to do in What If? Mm. The Spider-Man clone story. Ooh. <gasps> oh. A Scarlet Spider. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded like you left a chloroform bottle over there, uh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I know, his little huffing sound. That was great. What am I feeling? So they mentioned, Kevin Feige mentioned that mutants are coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, they set that up for when Rocket said. Um, they, well, they set that up in um, in Endgame because Rocket was talking about how the gamma rays affected the entire population that was left. True. I don't know. I, it it could go that way, or it could. Oh, there is a guy mowing the lawn outside. I'm gonna mute and let Mikey talk. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You might be a minute, because, you know, guy mowing lawn. Yeah. Would you like well, to take over hosting, David? No, well, <laughs> what, what, I'm, what I'm trying no. to say... Go ahead, ...is that they... I don't know what the purpose of Rocket pointing out that the gamma radiation had affected all life on Earth in Endgame, if that was not their end... For why we now have mutants. It wasn't. You know what that end was for? What? Red Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. I was like, Red, Red Hulk? <laughs> well, the- that's true. And you see but, Thunderbolt Ross lose his shit and smash through the Congress. But, okay, think about Congress this. Floor, the Congress Senate floor and Red then, Hulk Mikey, and fuck yeah. Are you done, Mikey? Go ahead. Okay. So think about it, right? The whole premise of the mutant battle is that half the population aren't mutants and half the population are mutants. Right? That's the that's the mutant battle, right? So yeah. if half the population has disappeared and the other half that was here was affected by the radiation and then the other half of the population that was not affected by the ra- radiation pops back, that was... The, I mean, how else do you explain why there are now mutants? That's all I'm saying. It seemed like the perfect what? end for it. Yeah, we, we need to wrap this up. Apparently we're going long, so... Yeah, so... Oh, I'm so sorry. My point wasn't that interesting. No, your point was great. I I actually agree with you. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's about that time, Mikey. Why don't you wrap us up? 
Sorry, Erica. I, I, I couldn't say it out loud because of the stupid lawnmower that is still going off. But yeah, we, we went way over time. I wasn't paying attention. Holy because shit. Because this has been a good topic. Um, so, woo, long episode. Yeah, woo, long episode. We're not going to have time for any announcements or anything. We're just going to have to wrap up and close. So, Mikey, you have 30 seconds. But somebody ha- when we get to 10 seconds, somebody has to do the irritated countdown noise. You, the time started before you started talking, so go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today was a lot of fun. I had a lot of great times with you guys. Uh, really happy that we were all together. So, you know, I'm just in- really enjoying all this. Uh, you know, I- I've been your host, Special Mike. Thank you, Longby was Super Vegan Brian. Goodbye, nurse. I was about to say, he's dead. Um, uh, the Cursey Smurf Erica. Bye. And, of course. Ooh, baby. Um, uh, bye, everybody. And, you know, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Thank you, everybody. And as always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Uh, Mikey, yeah. say goodbye. Brian, cut him off. Say goodbye, Mikey. Goodbye. Show. 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 Show.